Black Girl Chronicles. Come on. It's how we do it, how we do go, go, it. Go. BGC Garage. I'm Vicky. I'm Naya. And I'm Athena. And this is a podcast by Black Girls. Starring Black Girls. For Black everyone. This is a safe space. So if you want to laugh, laugh. If you want to cry, I don't know why you would do that, but you do you, girl. Today we have the mother of of BGC and of Black Girl Podcast here with us today. I want you guys to know that I forced them to introduce me in that way. I'm here today, fresh off a trip from Wakanda. Yeah. Actually, I went to the Whole Foods. Uh-huh. I got some dried mangoes mm-hmm. and uh-huh. quinoa. Okay. Uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get right into today's topic. Proper. <laughs> so today's episode, well, not today's episode, this week's episode surrounded um, sort of AAVE and Little background for any of you all who don't know what this is. Um, some list uh, African American Vernacular English, or known as AAVE, that's probably what we're going to call it, um, is also known as Ebonics or Black English. And it's basically the language that Black people speak. And there's been a lot of controversy on, is this a language? Oh, you're not speaking English. But um, it is a language. <laughs> and that's why it's known as AAVE. I know personally, I've had a lot of instances where I was saying, okay, I'm going to go do this, or um, I don't know what I'm about to do, and people are like, speak English. Mm-hmm. And I've had a lot of bad instances with that. Um, have you all had any of the same stories? Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, mainly it would be like at school, at school, not during class, but you could be like, I'll be in the hallway like, talking to one of my friends, and yeah, I'm going to talk differently with my friends than if I was in class talking to the teacher, yeah. but like, it'll be like Caucasian teachers, and we could be talking, and yeah, we'll be talking like in our slang, like finna, about to, you know, like just talking how we talk, this comfortable, in a com- like this comfortable, and sometimes the teacher will come and be like, finna? You mean about to? No, I meant finna. I meant finna. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, like I just feel as if I just feel as if why did you have to? <laughs> why 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 is there a correction needed? Mm-hmm. I think I think that it needs to be looked at. They think that we're trying to speak English. But I, I think it really needs to be looked at as a, a totally different language. It's yeah. a different language. It's a different dialect. And some people do. But if you see somebody speaking Spanish, you're not going to be like, hey, speak Link. Well, some right. people do. Yeah. Some people. <laughs> We're in America. Yeah. But you shouldn't just be like, hey, speak English, you know? So I think it's in that same way, that's how we speak. Like, right. I'm about to be like, we about to go, let's go hang out in the crib. Like, right. we finna go to the crib. I don't have to say, we're about to go home and right. chill. <laughs> I can say, we finna go to the crib, and that's cool. And, right. that, and I think that it needs to be looked at as a different language. And honest, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, in the 90s, 80s, uh, I think it was in Oklahoma. Somebody could correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it was in Oklahoma that a school tried to integrate Ebonics in the curriculum. Uh, they had a textbook, an Ebonics textbook, uh-huh. and they they were like, "We're going to teach Ebonics because this is a whole other language, and y'all should know it." 
kind of thing. And it was this big world, uh, big uh, nationwide thing. And they got so much coverage because they were like, we're going to teach Ebonics. And I think that that brought attention to, it's not that we speak it in a way that's improper. It's that we're speaking a whole different language (laughs) almost. And we're bilingual. Okay, and we know how to switch. And we brought a switch. So you only speak one language, so sorry. (laughs) Yeah, and that even brings up the topic of code switching. I know I personally like, usually I go to an all-black school. I go to an all-black church. Like, I'm around black people 24-7. And I remember I went to a summer camp where I was the only black person there. So I instantly code switched the minute I got over there. And after a few days, I was like, this is not the way I talk. I don't remember how I talk. Mm-hmm. And I kept calling my family. Like I was like, I don't, this is not, I, I was like having a complete identity crisis because I was talking so like proper. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just didn't like myself for switching who I am just to fit in with other people. Yeah. So like, what are you all's thoughts on code switching? Um, I think code switching is vital. Like, like you said, I'm going to talk to my friends, how I talk to my friends. And then with my teachers, of course, because yeah, you're the one, you have authority, whatever. But I also think that at the same time, I shouldn't have to code switch. I feel like that's a choice. You can choose whether or not you want to do that. And there should you shouldn't be ridiculed for being like, yeah, I'm about to blah, 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 blah. Like, that's how we speak. And I feel like teachers also have to do a good job at not singling out their black students by saying, Finna, yeah. about to, like you just said. Yeah. Like, I've seen it happen so many times. Yeah. And I know if I was in that position, I'd just be like, Okay, and it make it just makes me nervous, and I don't like that. I almost like, almost want to get everybody together and be like, "Eff it, we're gonna talk how we want to talk." <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I want to get on the phone with an operator and be like, "Yo, uh, right. you know when you pick up the phone, yeah. you're like, hello, my name is." It's almost we put on like white voice. I don't know if that's bad to say, but we put on. I don't know because you didn't you you don't want to say like there's a such thing as talking black and there's such thing as talking white. Yeah. But it's almost the way we change the base and things of our voice that yes. it's like hello, mm-hmm. hi, and it's because I think it stems from we're seen as so aggressive by nature. We're aggressive, so it's almost like we have to we have to pull ourselves down and make ourselves timid and quiet and softer. Yeah. So that we don't seem so aggressive on the phone, which is messed up. That's why I'm kind of like, I kind of just want to be like, yo, what, what up, operator? <laughs> you know, kind of yeah. thing because then let's take away this stigma. If I talk how I, how I normally speak, I have to change myself to be less for you, to make you feel comfortable. Right. But when we talk like that, that's when we're the most comfortable. Mm-hmm. So why do we sacrifice our, I guess, why do we sacrifice our comfort to make other people comfortable in that way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And that really goes into the sort of other side of proper itself, which is not only the way we speak, but the stereotypes that we're put up against or the stereotypes that we're said, like the angry black woman mm-hmm. or Oreo or even like the Jezebel or even stereotypical occupations. Like I've had people, I say, oh, I want to do all of this when I'm older. And they're like, you don't want to be a nurse. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be a hairdresser. You don't want to be a teacher. And there's so many stereotypes and there's so many like, images that people are trying to hold us to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, why do you all think that there are those images I or think, stereotypes? I think things like that, like you said, hairdressing and all that, because I think those were the jobs that we were only able to get for a period of time. And so then, like, down the line, they just, like, maybe back then if you're someone's mom was a hairdresser, 
she's gonna the, her daughter's gonna be a hairdresser too because that's she saw her mom doing and that's mm-hmm. what she probably learned how to do. Yeah. So that just kept going down. So now that we're educating ourselves, because um, we can, we're educating ourselves and expanding our horizon. The world isn't also expanding their mindsets that we're expanding our horizons. Yeah. And that's not to down hairdressers. Oh no. Oh, no. no. Black not. girls do we love we need <laughs> Uh, but it's just like, yeah, example. we don't fit, like, we just don't fit in a box. Mm-hmm. But then it's, it's it's funny how they can they can say things like that, like, about us. And they can say, fix your, why are you talking like that? Fix that. But it's crazy, like, they want to talk like that. Right. Exactly. That's what's cool. Right. That's what's mm-hmm. cool culturally. Like, it's cool to talk like that. You got people like Bad Baby and in the episode pitch, it talks about mentions this, but you got people like Bad Baby who just like, yeah, you know, boo 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 ba 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 and it's like you don't talk like that. Right. Or Iggy Azalea. Oh Iggy Azalea. She's from what? Australia. But when she raps, she sounds like she's from Atlanta. So then she's got this and I wouldn't admit but but it's like when she talks, she's just like, y'all, um blah 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 and it's like where did that come from? Like that's not real. Right. So and that way they try to even take our language. And they talk about that improper. But then it's like they don't want us to speak it. It's like everybody wants to be black, but they don't want to be black. But they don't want us to be black, mm-hmm. but they want right. our, clo- our black culture. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So I think that pretty much, like, that really describes it. But, okay, so how do you think the way they see us differs from who we actually are? Like, I know personally People, when they look at me, it depends on where I'm at, but some people are like, oh, you're uppity, you're an Oreo. And then other people are like, when I'm around like mostly white people, they're like, oh, you're an angry black woman. If I say something, I get maybe a little aggressive or jumpy. They're like, okay, calm down. Calm right. down. I, it wasn't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But I know who I am as a person. Like, I'm not really any of that. Like, I'm chill. I don't really, like, it's just life. I'm just a human. Mm-hmm. That's right. how I see myself. Right. Yeah. So how do you all see you all selves compared to how you think the world sees you? That's a good question. Um, people think, I guess in a way I am how I come off, but I, but I think not in the most extreme sense. Um, I'm a successful person by uh, anyone's standards, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I'm, I'm young, and I'm black, and I'm a woman. <laughs> so I walk a certain way, and I and I. I hold my head a certain way. And I think that a lot of people are like, oh, she's so unapproachable and she's so, oh my God, she's mm-hmm. so serious, blah, blah, blah. And I'm really the silliest person. I think people say they're silly, but I really, <laughs> I really am. And I really don't care about much. <laughs> and so, I, and I'm very approachable in that way. Like I can meet somebody and we can talk serious life and I'll talk to you and give you advice. And that's who I am. But I think, um, a black woman, when they when they hold themselves a certain way, it's almost like it's a, it's associated with masculinity and unapproachability yeah. and, and unemotional and things in that way. Yeah. So I think I am I am not unemotional, but I but I am I am a, a headstrong woman. Mm-hmm. But at the same token, I'm I can still talk to you and laugh with you and kick it with you and yeah. chill with you. So. Yeah. Well, I think that's pretty much it. Um, I'll leave you all with this, like, black women are humans too. Just like you can be anything, when you picture yourself, you can see yourself doing anything. When we look in the mirror and we picture ourselves, we can see ourselves doing anything. 
So uh, thank you for joining us, Shade. And also, all, to our listeners, make sure to subscribe to A Black Girl Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And subscribe to, uh, to Black Girl Chronicles on YouTube. Thank you for joining us. Bye, bye girl. Bye. How we do it. Hello, everyone. I am Shade May, creator of Black Girl Chronicles, and I'm here to thank you for listening to a Black Girl Podcast and to also announce the winner of our first IG giveaway. So the winners are two five snackeries and more importantly, a BGC hoodie are Brian Watts and Morgan Barber. Thank you guys so much for participating in the giveaway. And we'll see you next week. So make sure you follow our IG page.